Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 25th day of February. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me in our journey through the Gospel of Mark. We're going to get back into the parable of the sower in a moment, but I have a couple of things I want to announce for you. Uh, Well, first of all, let me tell you about the sermon that you can expect tomorrow. This is a message from our February trip to West Columbia, South Carolina, where we ministered at the Crossroads World Outreach Center. Our good friend Josiah Hodge is the pastor there. The day before this service, we sat down and had a podcast interview with Josiah. He interviewed me for his church podcast, and I want to let my audience know that when he posts that, we will link that uh, and maybe even use it as a long-form Friday right here on the DDP. So I'll keep you posted as I'm in communication with him when he releases that on their side, then I will release it on our side and we'll sort of cross promote a little bit, let you know about their podcast and what their church is doing. I like to do that for places that are uh, trying to shine the spotlight on Jesus that we have relationship with. And so uh, look for that soon, hopefully. In the meantime, we will put up the message from the Sunday morning and we're going back uh, to be with them soon. We, we have a growing relationship with them and their church and just watching to see what the Father does in that. Uh, West Columbia, is that church is maybe 20 minutes um, or so from our Chapin group. We go over there every month. Or now we've been going over there more than once a month. So very interesting how the Lord's bringing that together and those two groups are getting to Um, fellowship a little bit together. That's great. I did a message there on, we read the gospel reading from the lectionary that day, which is part of the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 picks several different aspects, uh, a couple of commands and several instructions from Torah, from Deuteronomy, Leviticus. He, He uses a little bit out of Exodus and he lays those arguments out Along these lines, he says this several different ways, but it's along this train of thought. You have heard it said, but I say to you. And he does it over and over and over at least six distinct different passages in Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus says, you've heard this, but I say this. And it's interesting how he quotes a couple of the Ten Commandments. He quotes different parts of Torah at one point. Uh, he mixes parts of Torah. He takes one part from one part of Torah, one part from another part in the same statement. And then at another point, he takes one from Torah and then adds one that people just made up and says, you've heard it said, but I say to you. And it's a message that really is trying to show us how Jesus interpreted the scriptures, because I'm of the persuasion that we are followers of Christ. And as followers of Christ, We read the Bible not about us, but about Him. We open this message by talking about the Bible. I look at it from the point of view of many people are bored by it, many people are overwhelmed by it. Why? And then we try to give you a different way to read it. And if you can make Jesus the star, then the story comes alive. I titled this message, Make Jesus the star. And that's exactly what we try to do is to show how he's the centerpiece. And then in doing so, how did he read the Bible? So we take this Sermon on the Mount and we look at these instances in which Jesus said one thing and then gave you something else. And it's not Jesus attacking scripture. It's Jesus fulfilling it through the lens of love. And when you see Jesus, then you've seen the Father. 
We close the message to Paul in Paul's letter to Timothy, in which he tells Timothy that he should search out the scriptures that he had been raised in, and in them he would find Christ. And that's a fascinating statement because the scriptures that Timothy had were Old Testament scriptures. So we reimagine Jesus uh, through, or we reimagine Scripture rather through the lens of Jesus, which is the lens of love. And when we read that Scripture to see Jesus, how He lived, how He loved, uh, we we read it properly. Tell a good story, make Jesus, give Jesus the starring role. Advice that I take very serious. I hope you enjoy the message called "Make Jesus the Star." Available on video and audio. Our YouTube page, PWM, our website, paulwhiteministries.com, and also available wherever you get your podcast on audio only. Uh, we have our monthly meeting tomorrow in Flowery Branch. We have um, some other stuff coming up. Check the calendar. And we are very close to going overseas, my wife and I, to spend a couple weeks in Israel, and I'm excited about that. My plan is to do some uh, just little recordings while I'm there compile those hopefully and put together a little um, little review of what happens over there and we'll try and post that when we get back. Let me read for you the text for today and it is from Mark chapter 4 verse 16. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who when they hear the word immediately receive it with gladness and they have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. If you haven't figured it out yet, the, our, the 28th of February is essay edition, and we, we, are, we told you that this year we're focusing the essay around where we are. I'm slow walking my way to the end of the sower parable because that's going to be the essay. An in-depth look at the parable of the sower, and we'll post that on the 28th of February. So for Today, tomorrow, and the next day, we close out this parable of the sower. Think about, and I'll, we're going to get deeper into this tomorrow. I've used a lot of time telling you about the sermon, so I don't want to short you, but think about this. The sower sows the word. We told you yesterday that the word is Jesus, because in the beginning was the word, the word is with God. The word made flesh is Christ. So Christ is what's being put into the ground. Sometimes... Christ falls on stony ground, which is characterized by those who are excited to receive him, but they don't have root. I want you to think of this, and we'll really try to flesh this out tomorrow and then really work on this in the essay. What if the stony ground are those who receive Jesus, but they don't receive the Jesus of distress, they only receive the Jesus of success? And so when distress comes, they don't have root and they endure only for a time because when tribulation or persecution rises for Jesus' sake, they stumble because that's not the Jesus they came to know. I want you to think about the difference between presenting Jesus through the lens of success and Jesus through the lens of distress. Because how you receive Jesus or how you hear Jesus can have an influence on the reasons for believing in him. So if you hear him as the source of great wealth and riches and power, then anything outside of that's going to look like a false god. And Jesus tilts the narrative towards the distress So we'll start there tomorrow. I think it's a good place to start, and we'll try to move on 
the thorny ground as well. See them. God bless.